Welcome in to episode 17 of the I Am Ready podcast. I am Jay Sparks, Entrepreneurship Coordinator here at Ready. I am joined by, I think we settled on partnering crime. I don't know. We bounced around a little bit, but I am joined by Lisa Driscoll-Hawksby, our business development specialist. I am so glad to be your partner in crime. That exactly. perfectly fitting for us. These, these are the kind of heists we like, and, and the heist today, uh, from a bank, no less, uh, <laughs> is uh, we stole away uh, Todd Hoyne, uh, the incoming chair uh, of the Ready Board and uh, big wig extraordinaire at Hawthorne Bank. Todd, how's it going? It's going well this morning. Not big wig extraordinaire at Hawthorne Bank, but... Uh, well. It's going well. I appreciate that. I mean, that's the word on the street. That's all I'm going to say. Word on the street is big wig extraordinaire. So um, thanks for joining us, Todd. We really appreciate you coming in. Um, I am really happy to to dive a little bit into Todd today. Um, I think, we, you know, as, as folks get to know each other out professionally, we, we know a lot about the business and the positions and things like that. Um, but it's nice to kind of dive in. And, and where we like to start with this with a lot of our folks is just that. How did Todd get here? Where did you come from? What what got you started? Did you want to be a banker when you grew up? All those all those fun, exhilarating questions. It's not a very exciting story. Okay, um, but no, I did not want to be a banker when I grew up. What did you want to be? My, my I didn't know. Okay, I, I'm not sure I know yet. Okay, what Perfect. I want to be. But my dad was a banker, so I grew up. You know, my dad was my first mentor, and he was a banker in Northwest Iowa in Esterville. And uh, when I was 12 or 13, we moved to Southwest Missouri to Carthage, and he took a job at Bowman's Bank there. And uh, so he was the, the senior lender, the executive vice president there. And then he took a job as president of Bowman's in Mount Vernon, Illinois. So we moved again, graduated high school in Mount Vernon. I went to school at the University of Kentucky. Um, my, my dad took a job at Bowman's in Columbia, moved here in 94 or 95. And uh, I was at University of Kentucky. And then uh, when I graduated, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had several friends that were getting into sales and, and uh, the construction industry. I came back to Columbia, and my dad said, so, do you know what you want to do? And I said, I'm not sure. And he said, well, if you're not sure what you want to do, you might try banking. It's a good way to just learn general business. And so uh, I ended up checking out an opportunity to work for Union Planners Bank, which was later bought by Regions. Uh, bank and uh, was offered a job on the spot because they really needed a collection representative and uh, I didn't know how to say no to uh, uh-huh. somebody offering me a job so I said yes and started working at Union Planners Bank uh, as the collections representative I was replacing uh, Jim Moore who was leaving banking to get into medical sales which was undoubtedly a great move for him mm-hmm. uh, it was interesting uh, I, I would call it a god-awful job being a collections representative <laughs> okay. duly noted but also it was a great way to learn banking because you learned about you know how, how do you how do you take a lien on collateral whether it's a vehicle or a piece of equipment or uh, real estate and you learn about all of the the different documents that go into a loan a promissory note a deed of trust no I didn't know anything when I got into banking so my first mentor at Union Planners Bank was Linda Glasscock she ran the operations department out of Parish Road uh, the branch out there on Parish Road and she taught me what all that loan documentation meant how the bank works uh, it was uh, a, an interesting time. Uh, the first couple of years, I learned a ton about banking. 
Via collections. Yes. Yes. Via collections. Love it. And, and in a lot of ways, you learn what not to do in that role because you see files where something has not worked out the way it was supposed to, whether it was, you know, something that happened with the customer or perhaps something else. You, you learn sometimes. Sometimes a great way to learn is to learn what not to do. And so, uh, and I had, you know, great teachers there too, from Gary Banks and Jerry Sinkfield and Don Laramore and the lenders there that uh, took me under their wing and, and coached me up on, on uh, how loans work and, and uh, you know, taught me about our customer base, et cetera, so, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great way to gain a lot of skills because it's not just the, you know, the nuts and bolts of banking, but also a lot of opportunity to um, learn those people skills because certainly you are not calling customers who are super excited to hear from you. No, they definitely weren't excited to hear from me most of the time. Of course, they were, they were all different types of personalities that I dealt with in, in different circumstances. And, and I was collecting at the time everything. So from a personal car loan to a home loan, uh, to a business loan. Uh, I was filing claims to the SBA for payment of their guarantee in, in some cases. So uh, I was uh, exposed to a lot of different things. And it was a different time. I mean, I didn't have the internet at my desk when I in my in that role. I had a typewriter and I had a computer that had a DOS set up so I could look up accounts and you could email other employees within the bank. But you there was no internet yet right and the, the most the, the official way to communicate with customers was to mail a letter and wait for a reply so uh, times have sure changed <laughs> for sure so one of the things that you've mentioned um, was that you had some great mentors during those early years and probably all along your career um, Talk to us about the value of mentorship and especially when we're talking to, hopefully this is reaching, you know, some of those college students or early career folks who are maybe just kind of, again, unsure what they want to do um, because we do live in a world where the internet and your phone is prevalent, sometimes do have trouble making those face-to-face -face connections. Talk to us a little bit about the power of mentorship and why that's meant so much to you. Well, it meant everything to me. So I graduated college with a political science degree because that was the quickest way to agree to, to a degree for me because I kept changing my major. I thought I wanted to be a, a teacher until I did the field work and figured out how difficult it is to keep the attention of 30 kids in a classroom. I mean, it takes a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of energy, and a lot of intelligence. And it was, it was uh, sobering for me to realize just how difficult that was. And I thought I wanted to be law enforcement. And so, long story short, I ended up getting out with a political science degree. I picked up a business minor, got into banking, and, and really didn't have a lot of education background to help me with banking. And so, mentors you know, meant everything because they, that's what I needed to learn the industry. Um, so, it's, it was, you know, I think it's probably true in every industry, but especially in banking, I, you really have an opportunity to learn the business by working with others and just getting in and doing, um, which worked really well for me. So, yeah, I have, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of mentors over the years that have taught me everything I know. So you, you kind of had the, the Midwest trifecta from, from Northwest Iowa to Southwest Missouri and to Mount Vernon, Illinois. So you kind of had a, a nice trifecta there in the middle. And then when you got done with college, when you came to Columbia with, with your dad being here, 
what was it about Colombia? What did you notice in that time in Colombia that said, oh yeah, like I could, I could go ahead and, and take that first job here. I could, I could be here for a bit. What, what was it about Colombia that you remember from, from back then? I had a couple of friends that I discovered were living in Colombia. And uh, one in particular I enjoyed hanging out with. And I was really drawn to downtown Colombia. Just the, the atmosphere, uh, the culture here, all the local shops. Um, it, was, it was just a neat environment. And the University of Missouri, you know, I had the opportunity to go to um, the football and basketball games back in those days. And especially basketball playing at Hearns Arena under Norm Stewart. And I think when I first had the opportunity to go, our point guard was Jason Sutherland. And then mm-hmm. after that, Brian Grower. And those teams, I mean, they played hard. We didn't win every game, but we left it all on the court. It, it, it was a really neat atmosphere. So between Mizzou basketball and downtown Columbia and, uh, you know, being close to St. Louis, uh, you know, so I could go see the Cardinals uh, it was just a, a good spot, and uh, with dad and mom here in town, uh, and my uh, brother not far away, it was it just I, I I grew to love the town, and then I went and met my wife Barb, and uh, so then uh, I was here to stay for sure. <laughs> Got its hooks in you. Yes, absolutely. So you yeah. talked about downtown and the the local shops, and I think um, we would be remiss if we did not talk about. Um, Hawthorne Bank's commitment to the small business community. I mean, it is, we we are lucky to have lots of wonderful banks here and they all do have a commitment to Columbia. But I think if you are to go anywhere and do um, know Hawthorne for anything, it is certainly their support of small businesses. So talk to us a little bit about um, why that's so, so important. Has that always been the way it has been or is that something that you know has been created over time? So talk to us a little bit about why folks equate small business support and Hawthorne Bank. I think because, you know, for Hawthorne Bank in Columbia, that's, that, that has been a niche for us and an opportunity to grow in a community that, that is full of really good banks. So, you know, and, and banks that do a very good job and have a lot of the market. Um, but one area where we saw an opportunity at Hawthorne was the small business piece. And with my background in SBA lending and with what we perceive to be maybe just a little lack of customer service and attention in those small to medium-sized businesses where you don't always have all the information you need just nice and neat in a stack to work on a loan. You gotta get in front of the business owner, you gotta ask them questions, figure out how they do things, how they think, what matters most to them. Um, we, we just saw that as an opportunity to um, fill a void. Uh, not a huge void, but but a void in terms of customer service and just, uh, um, I don't know, uh, making sure that, that those folks have what they need at the bank to be successful so they can focus on their business. And then as they are successful and grow, then you get to grow with them. So, you know, we I would say that, that banks in Columbia really had the established money cornered and it was well taken care of. But what's really neat about Columbia is you can come in as a newer bank and find those wealth generators, the new wealth generators, the, the people who are creating new enterprises and get behind them, figure out how to help them and then grow with them when they grow. And so that's that's been a big part of how we've grown in Columbia. 
Well, the name Hawthorne is, is very well respected uh, amongst entrepreneurs in this town. Uh, I, I know that in, in conversations I've had and, and as people, you know, encounter uh, the, the bank in, in, these, in those forms, they, they always come back with, you know, even at a no for something, it's it still, you know, they worked with me, they, those kinds of things. How would you do, Todd, do you think, if you had to go into entrepreneurship today, tomorrow, whatever, if you, if you were starting something new, how do you think you would fare? I don't know that I would do the greatest. You know? <laughs> I, I have a ton of respect for entrepreneurs and their ability to take that step into a new frontier and the, all the risks that come with that and all the different hats that they have to wear. You know, I, I've really enjoyed uh, being in their corner. Uh, I've, I'm always fascinated to, to meet people and, and see the different ways that they figure out how to create a living for themselves and generate opportunities for others and grow their business. And I feel like I'm pretty good at, at seeing an idea and, and thinking, ooh, this is going to work. I don't know that I'd be very good at coming up with my own idea. So <laughs> thankfully, there's, there's the banking industry and there's a community like Columbia where you can really thrive in a community bank sort of setup where you can really be an advocate for and bank these small companies and watch them be successful. Yeah, love it. That's awesome. So, you know, in your role as president, you do have um, a significant leadership role. And so um, for folks that are, for young folks that are thinking about, you know, what's the career trajectory look like? And maybe they're not thinking completely at the top, but they're thinking, how do I move forward? And maybe they aspire to be leaders of something at some point. Um, what do you like most about, you know, what are some of the things that you're just like, this is why I'm still here. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. What, what kind of ability to influence comes with being at your level of the food chain that you just think this is really awesome? Well, I, you know, I have to give all the credit to the team I have here in Columbia. I mean, they make it happen every day. And really, uh, the credit is also due to all the people that have been around me as I was working my way up in the industry and and I never really aspired to be a market president I always figured you know my sort of end goal would be to be the senior lender for a bank and and be sort of the the number one problem solver um, so you know give me a situation where we have some obstacles that we don't think we can overcome and that's that's what really drives me I like to figure out ways to get things done um, and, you know, banking is probably the third most regulated industry in America behind healthcare and utilities. So there are a lot of different r rules and regulations to keep track of and things that, you know, you can still make a good argument to get around or to overcome. And then just the, the you know, banking can be very structured, but when you're underwriting commercial loans, you do have some freedom and flexibility to build your own case for why the, the uh, particular business is worthy of uh, the loan and why it will work and so I really enjoy that aspect of it too. I don't know that sounds pretty entrepreneurial to me solving solving problems man that's a that's what that's what we deal with pretty much every day you know um, is is that side of things um, when when there's not a problem directly on your desk when you're not even as president now when there's not a problem directly on your desk you know, as you walk in and out of the, the beautiful Hawthorne building here downtown or, or wherever, what what brings you joy when you're at work? What 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 do you see or what do you experience or what kind of uh, interactions are you having when, when you're loving life at the bank? 
Oh, just I think being thankful for the community we live in. I mean, Columbia is a tremendous place. Uh, there are so many folks here in Columbia that really want to support local business and support each other. And so that's exciting. And then, you know, the opportunity for us to have some positive momentum in the market. And I appreciate the, the kind words you're, you're saying about us. But, but I do think that, that you know, we've, we've done a lot of things in the market that have been positive. And I've got a great team in place that, that is continuing to do all those things. And so we've got, you know, a positive momentum and we can build on that. And probably the biggest challenge that, that I think about every day is I really need to be charting that course now and thinking strategically about how we continue to grow and reinvent ourselves in Columbia and not just be the, the, the problem solver, but now the, the, the one that charts the course and lets other folks be the problem solver. So that's, that's definitely getting me outside of my comfort zone, uh, but you know, it also, I'm excited to come to work every day, so it, it keeps bringing me back. That is awesome. And you did mention that, you know, we do have a really wonderful community here and so many people are invested in the community way beyond just their eight to five Monday through Friday. So tell us a little bit about some of the things about Columbia that you're passionate about that you've chosen to get involved with because you um, may it may fit well into what you do as a profession, but it also really touches your heart in some way or really makes you think this is a, an issue that we may be doing okay with that we could always be doing better. Well, I, I have to start with Ready. I mean, I feel like Ready is the, the ultimate collaborator for all things economic development in Columbia. And, and it's really focusing on the full spectrum of economic development and cre creating opportunities for all. So as I think about, you know, you know, I always used to think about Ready as, you know, they're, they're working on top secret stuff, trying to recruit uh, employers to the market and how can they get that done and it's complicated and it's competitive and all of that. That Bernie and, guy. Yeah, that Bernie guy. I mean, all that stuff that he works on is, you know, way outside of my realm of expertise, but, but I was really drawn to all the other things that Ready does that, that really fits into what I'm more familiar with, which is you know, supporting that entrepreneurial ecosystem and creating an environment for people to be successful. And, you know, the hub uh, as an incubator to, to provide that support network for aspiring entrepreneurs and young companies. And, uh, you know, I've, I've always said that Columbia will make a banker look smarter than they are because there are so many folks here that want to help each other. And uh, I think Ready, Ready is the epitome of that. It, it really is a large reflection of this desire by our city to really support each other and to continue to make Columbia a, a better place to live. Outside of Ready, what, where, where else does Todd, you know, amongst all your free time you have, Todd, <laughs> where, where else uh, are there other organizations, causes that you, you stand up for here in town? So I have two kids. Jack, who's 18, and Brooke, who will be 14 on October 1st, they're both swimmers. So I was a swimmer growing up because, well, I really lacked any athletic ability to do much else, but I was buoyant. And when you're buoyant, it, it's much easier to swim fast because you don't have to put a lot of effort into staying on top of the water. So that was sort of my sport, although I didn't have the opportunity to swim it year-round like both of my kids do. So with the Mizzou Aquatic Center here, the University of Missouri is just a gem, right? And they have an, an amazing pool that Michael Phelps once dubbed the fastest water 
on Earth, I think, or you might have <laughs> said the fastest water in North America. I've, anyway, it, it is a, it's a fantastic pool. So my, my kids have an opportunity to swim year-round with Columbia Swim Club. And uh, when you're a, a swim parent, you, you're just, you don't have any choice but to be involved because it takes a lot of volunteers to make swim meets happen at the University of Missouri and elsewhere. And uh, so through all that, I've, I've uh, become involved with Columbia Swim Club. I'm on, on the board there. And the, there are so many uh, fantastic parents involved in that organization that do a lot of work to make that happen. And, and what's been, I think, the biggest benefit to both of my kids have been the tremendous friendship groups that they have formed through swimming. They've had great friendship groups at school, but then they've, they've also had this second group of friends, uh, really good kids, that they get in the water and they, they swim their hearts out with and they form lasting bonds and it's been just really good for both my kids um, from a confidence and you know building confidence uh, having a, a strong social network um, it's been really positive that's awesome so um, very busy and you know we've talked about this clearly very um, busy professional with lots of different activities going on there very involved with your kiddos but um what what is something fun what's a fun fact that folks i mean folks around town probably know you for a couple of capacities either your kid's dad and your involvement with swimming or um with hawthorne bank so what are maybe some things that folks would not necessarily know about todd hmm. well more recently um, i've discovered yoga and yoga has been a life changer for me um, I was dealing with lower back issues where I would bend over to tie my shoes and have a lower back pain for the next month and a half where I'd be hobbling around and and uh, um, you know I I discovered yoga and uh, it has really changed my life and uh, what was really amazing about the yoga community here in Columbia is how welcoming they are it's sort of like Columbia is um, but but a, a smaller microcosm of that but very welcoming and uh, very non-judgmental because I had no ability to do yoga when I started and uh, they, they were very encouraging and invited me back and it's been wonderful so that's been and, and it's a good uh, way for me to maintain some strength and flexibility into my older years um, when it just gets harder to do the traditional things like jog and lift weights and things like that for sure <clears throat> i think that's awesome i think that's something that uh, i don't think anyone else has said that yet uh, yeah. we haven't had anything like that yet so that's been pretty awesome to uh to find out about it i you know one of the questions i do like to throw in here um is kind of the the peter parker question right with great power comes great responsibility why <clears throat> what's what's the why for the organizations, the, the sitting on the board, the, the being involved in the community, the, the reaching out to people. What's the, what's the why for Todd that it's important for folks in town to do that as they, you know, as they get to, to those positions? I think the, the why is it's just an opportunity to make a difference and to give back. Um, so I've been very fortunate to be in this great community that's provided me with a lot of opportunity. And I just knew in my heart that it was time to start giving back. And, you know, I'm an introvert much more than an extrovert. So it, it, it uh, does not come natural to me. I don't, I didn't wake up and say, I'd really love to be chair ready one day. You know, the thought of that scares me, you know. 
and and still when I speak in front of a crowd I, I get very nervous and uh, but you know with with some age the, the nerves do ease a little bit and uh, I just you know I, I knew it was time to give back and and uh, it, it fits in well with uh, being the leader of my organization here in Columbia of Hawthorne Bank to uh, um, work on things uh, opportunities to give back to the community that that align with what matters to me and, and what's important for Hawthorne Bank too that's awesome so let us get a sneak peek um, so this will be um, this episode will be released with the news links that comes up right upon your new chairmanship and so um, you know what are you looking most forward to about being the chair of ready or or what's a sneak peek into kind of your vision every it seems like every chair kind of has a vision and a passion and a, and a particular interest in something that they really want to see currently Ben's is obviously infrastructure by his trade he's made that very clear since way before he ever became a chair and, and that was awesome it also helps us as ready staff to kind of understand why you know we might be going in, in a certain direction or other but um, I'd like to hear from you what are you most excited about or what are you passionate about or what should we look forward to in your chairmanship well I mean you know that's that's an interesting question I've been giving this some thought but I think what I'm most passionate about is the support for entrepreneurship and so in a lot of ways what I plan to do is to help ready continue to do the same thing that it's been doing which is support the entrepreneurs that are in the hub and uh, the shops at sharp end project is exciting to me um, and just like the the Como Cooks shared commercial kitchen, you know, Ready was a catalyst to get that project going, and then handed it off to the Business Loop CID, and it's successful today. And that's um, so you know I'm I'm looking forward to and excited about the shops at Sharp End, seeing what we're able to do there. I you know continue to support the folks that are in the hub, find out ways that I can get more involved with that and be connected to a lot of those uh, hub clients and just see what I can do to help them. Uh, and, you know, I will just do my best. There have been so many people that have come before me that have served ready and led ready and, and done a fantastic job. So my number one priority is to, to not screw it up and <laughs> to keep everything moving uh, in the positive direction that, that ready has things moving in. Awesome. Yeah. Um, one of the thing, another thing we like to do here is kind of, it uh, doesn't have to be the last question, but kind of near the end, just to make sure we're, we're covering all of our bases, we like to kind of turn the floor over to our guest. Um, you know, what's something that's been on your mind or that you thought we were going to ask that you kind of maybe had an answer ready for, we didn't get there. Um, but we like to turn the, turn the floor over and, and give the guest a moment to just kind of reflect on, on anything they'd like to say. You know the kind of audience we're, we're trying to reach with this. So you, you've got the open mic and open floor, and we'd like to turn it over to Todd for a minute. Well, um, let me think here. And I just think, again, uh, Columbia is just, uh, we're so fortunate to live in this community. I think Ready is a reflection of, of what Columbia is all about. And in a lot of ways, Ready is really kind of blazing the trail uh, for an even stronger sense of community uh, and, and building uh, a stronger entrepreneurial base, economic base for all to prosper in. And, and so, you know, that's, that's why I choose to be involved with Ready and, and why I'm excited uh, for, for this next coming year and the opportunity to, to 
uh, be a leader, uh, but also uh, to be um, to serve, because that's really going to be my role. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. That yeah. was great. Well, okay. I mean, we did get a lot of good content today. We learned that you need to look for those folks. Um, if they're not readily available, there are people out there that want to help you and mentor you, and it's important to have them um, at all levels, and certainly those folks that have a lot of expertise in your particular industry, but also folks that just have expertise in general in life. Um, we learned about, um, you know, with great responsibility comes a sense of um opportunity to serve others and so if you're in a leadership position you really need to be able to and be ready to um, put your best foot forward outside of just your personal interest and obviously taking good care of yourself finding some ways to you know do something and not be afraid to try something different that you're maybe not great at in the beginning no matter how old you are because um, it's going to be good for you in a lot of different ways so i think we covered a lot of great information today yeah okay. i agree so anything i should say to to wrap it up that I mean you already called us a full spectrum economic development driver that we're blazing the trail for a stronger community (laughs) I mean I have all my notes here so I think you know if you wanted to pump us up and make us feel any better I don't know how you would do it we wouldn't be able to get our heads out the door that's right right, the big block letter (laughs) the incoming chair says this and you know some days when we're having not a great day that's you know an important thing to reflect on that it is yeah it's about the big picture and apparently yes. we're doing all right. Yeah. And I know it's a lot of work. So it's a tremendous amount of work. And so I don't take my role on the board lightly. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, you you've all don't hear it enough, but I know you work very hard. It's a lot. It's a lot to do. There is, there is a lot going on. Well, Todd, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you letting us heist you out of the bank for a little bit uh, here on uh, episode 17 of the podcast. Um, right? Are we still, yeah, 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 episode 17. Episode okay, 17. just double checking. <laughs> checking my list. That's right. Like Santa Claus over here. Yeah. Um, but no, I appreciate you coming down, uh, having a chat with us, and uh, it's great to let people know what's going on. And obviously, um, for anybody who's going to be involved with Ready for the next year, know a little bit more about the incoming chair. Always a, always a good thing for folks. And uh, again, just appreciate you, you coming through. It's my pleasure. Thank you all for the time. Absolutely. And as you heard Jay said, this is episode 17. So if this is the first time you're ever tuning in, there are 16 other amazing podcasts um, with really fantastic guests that you may want to get to learn a little bit more about. And so we encourage you to get on that I Am Ready podcast bandwagon and um, listen to your heart's content because I think you'll learn a lot of things um, about what makes our community tick and it certainly is our people. I agree, I agree. So we'll wrap this up here and we'll be back soon. Keep an eye out for this uh, and other episodes in your news links and we'll be back again shortly. Thank you so much.